there's a certain level of, of conditioning and warming up the body and stretching and, and getting ready to roll. But a lot of what he does is muscle memory, right? So it, it's getting him to a headspace and getting everyone to a headspace where they are mentally ready. They feel good. They feel like they're able to go out and, and put on their best performance. And uh, and leading up to the duel, that's what we talked about. You know, we talked about controlling what we could control and just going out and, and putting out a put, putting on a show, right? Representing the Coast Guard Academy and, and trying to perform to the best of our abilities in, in all 10 matches. And, and I would say for the most part, we did that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Spar Life. I'm your host, Coach Bratlin, along with Coach Foley. And first duel in the book, Coach. Boom. There we go. (laughs) I honestly didn't know if we were ever going to be able to say that this year. I was reading that tweet yesterday and um, said, Coast Guard Wrestling Program has had their first wrestling duel in over a year. Yeah. I was like, dang. I was like, that is so long. Unbelievable. I would like to think that it's gone by quickly, but I don't know that it has. Yeah, it's like different parts, right? There's highs and lows where it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been a year. Like we've been in like coronavirus for a year now. And then there's other times where it's like, oh my God, have we gotten through lunch? It's nuts. Yeah, no, I know. And so I guess kind of week in review and just we, as you said, we had our first duel. So that, that week was spent in preparation, getting our guys. I mean, these guys haven't made weight in over a year. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not, not that quite. The guys who went to nationals, tournament. I guess, did. Well, well they didn't actually so make weight. But... Minus three weeks. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they, they didn't make weight at the national tournament because we didn't actually weigh in, but they were well on their way to making yeah, weight about a pound over. the night before. And uh, so some of these guys, it's been a long time since they've made weight. A lot of them are a lot bigger than they used to be. And so it's been it's been interesting getting them back down to weight. And the hardest part about that is, is besides the obvious of the weight cut, just cutting weight in general is kind of the people talk about the unknown all the time. We just never know if like things are going to happen. And and we've told our guys numerous times, Hey, we have a duel here and then it doesn't happen. And then we have a duel here and it doesn't happen. And so they're just like, kind of like cutting weight and then they're not. And, and so they're always in this limbo and they don't know if like where to be at in terms of their weight and what, like, should I go, what weight class should I go to? Because really like if, if, if there's not going to be a post, a post season, which the NCAA, uh, NCAA championships have been canceled, I mean, I'd have a tendency not to cut as much weight. That'd be my tendency. Yeah, yeah, personally. Right? And and now you're kind of just doing it you're doing it for fun, which I mean, you still want to win, but like, I mean, if you can wrestle, you can wrestle at any weight. Right? So but um in that same vein, you know, I was counting the other day here in the office and and we have now gone through this we are on I want to say it's our sixth, maybe seventh iteration of a schedule for for this wrestling season, and so we have definitely, um, you know, had had some ups and downs, and, and and like you were saying, gotten their hopes up, and they had to rein it back in, and just different training cycles. But I mean, through it all, getting them back down to to a competitive weight, a healthy weight for you know wrestling, so to speak, and doing so injury free, getting them as trained up as possible, as conditioned as possible, um, and and realistically, and I think we, we talked about this last time, we haven't practiced that much. So we've been in school for two months, but we've been on pauses due to you know COVID outbreaks. We've been on for various reasons. We were unable to get on the mat, so we we're probably competing on ten days practice does that sound maybe roughly right yeah i was gonna say nine nine to twelve so and and we're and we're talking 
and I don't mean like a full like team two hour practice where we're talking, we're splitting them up two practices, shortening the practices. So everybody at least gets time in the room. So these aren't like the real deal practices. And so I would say in terms of preparation for this event, like, you know, we did, we did what we could. I feel like would, would we prepare more or could have we been more prepared in normal circumstances? I would like to say yes. But at the same token, no excuses. Yeah. You still got to keep moving forward. Right. And we, we circled the date. They knew it was on the calendar and, and we prepared as best as we were able to. Yeah. And I guess we can get into the, the duel and the performance a little bit and kind of touching on that preparation thing. I think uh, preparation is important. It is vitally important. It is having a scheduled and, you know, just scheduling things down to, you know, the practice that week, scheduling things down to, you know, routines, basically, as I'm talking about when I say yeah. schedule, I'm talking about routines. So having a practice routine, a weight cutting routine, you know, making weight a certain way. These are your favorite foods. These are your favorite socks. This is, you know, this is the routine that we go to, uh, or we go through and we warm up and then you go and you compete and that provides you with the sense of, yep, I'm ready. To I checked all the boxes. I'm ready to have a good performance. And I don't know if we hit all those check marks, if we hit all those boxes and some of it was in our control, you know, weight cuts, things like that. Um, others were not, I mean, we legit had 20 minutes to warm up. They, they basically said like, you're going to come to the venue. You can't step inside the venue until this time. We only have one mat to warm up on. We're going to split half of it. We're going to take half the time and you're going to take the other half the time. And that's it. And so being prepared is important, but you also have to be able to, you know, the big thing with COVID right now, the big word is like pivot, right? Or you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to change like, okay, 20 minute warm up. Okay. No big deal. Like, I've checked every other box up to this point. I'm warm as best I can in another way, but I'm still going to be good though because I did all these other things. I have my favorite socks on, and you know, I, all, all those things. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. but but it's, it's true. Like you know, having favorite socks, and we laugh at it, but it is like a real thing. It's a, superstition. It, yeah, it, whatever gets the athlete even mentally ready, right? Mentally, it might be more important than, than the actual physical because they've wrestled for. I was talking to Phil Rogers last night. He's wrestled for 17 years. It's like he knows how to go out and, and wrestle a match. And yes, there is a certain level of, of conditioning and warming up the body and stretching and, and getting ready to roll. But a lot of what he does is muscle memory, right? So it, it's getting him to a headspace and getting everyone to a headspace where they are mentally ready. They feel good. They feel like they're able to go out and, and put on their best performance. And uh, and leading up to the duel, that's what we talked about. You know, we talked about controlling what we could control and just going out and, and putting out a put, putting on a show, right? Representing the Coast Guard Academy and, and trying to perform to the best of our abilities and in all 10 matches. And, and I would say for the most part, we did that. You know, you know it's kind of funny. And I just thought about this and I, and we've talked about before is up until maybe like two days ago, our guys have only wrestled with one single other guy. Yeah. So it's like me wrestling you and only you for all of the practices. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You know, we've talked about, about this behind closed doors, but there have been, I think, far more challenges than what anyone realizes outside of you and I with with this season, with this program. And, you know, that's with the wrestlers, with admin, with parents, alumni, fans, wh wh whoever it is. Like, we try to represent the program in a very stoic fashion where it's just like, hey, we're here. We're always ready. We're doing what we can. We're preparing. We're allowed to practice today. We'll see you on the mat, right? We can't practice today. Okay, we'll go do some strength conditioning. We'll find a way to get better. We'll find a way to make things happen. 
And we do that because never whine, never complain, never make excuses, right? Be always ready. The reality is, yes, we do that. There have been some very large, seemingly insurmountable challenges that we have been able to overcome and our administration has allowed us to overcome in order to make last night a reality. And and I think one, a shout out and a kudos to, and thank you to our administration and Admiral Kelly and Dr. Rose came down and sent our 10 guys off and, and wished us well last night. And that's awesome. Right. But the reality is, is, is preparation, like you were saying, is a key factor. And, uh, and it hasn't always been ideal, I guess, at the end of the day. But at, at, at the end of the day, we are doing this because it's fun. We are doing this because we love it. And we are doing this to, to give them the best student athlete, cadet athlete experience humanly possible. And I think last night was a, a huge step in that direction. Yeah. Our, our, I guess going through the thing about the actual duel itself. I mean, our lightweights just... Holy crap, we didn't even get any pictures of them because they went by so fast. They combined. Uh, so 125, 133, and 141 combined for less than five minutes of total mat time. Yeah, so they hadn't wrestled in over a year, but apparently they didn't want to stay out there very long. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh my gosh, that was unreal. It's just like Parker Broncala, kid shoots on him right off the whistle. He scoots the corner, yeah. gets a defensive takedown, gets on top, just goes to work. Liam Logue goes, goes out there, gets a near side cradle, boom, gets the pin. Pags goes out there, does what he does, creates a lot of flurries, creates a lot of action, gets a tech fall. It's just like, yeah, I think we actually, you know, what's it called when you tech and pin somebody both? Like a tech mall or something. <laughs> yeah. I think we had two of those last night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Pags. And Rogers. And Rogers. Yeah. So that, so you not, not only beat the guy by 15 points, but then ended up pinning him as well. So do you want to go weight by weight? You just kind of. Yeah, we can. I mean, yeah, if I can remember all of them. It just seems like it goes by so fast. I thought, you know, Parker is a senior. Parker Brunkow is a senior. Um, really excited for him to be able to get a match in this year. Um, you know, it was his last match. And, and that's one thing I, I had to do a quote for SID and probably one of the hardest things for these seniors is, well, up until this point, they were, when is my first match? And then when is my last match? So in a normal season, like, you know, when your first match is, it's the first term of the year. And then you have a rough idea of when your last match is, right? It's either regionals or it's the national tournament if you're a starter. Well, right now they, they never knew when their first match really was up until maybe a week before it. And they currently don't know when their last match will be. And so you're training for this. I mean, unknown, unknowable thing that might be there, but, but might not. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but I'm just trying to talk about in the reality of how hard that is. It's easy to mark a date on a calendar and say, March 12th and 13th or whatever, the regional championships, the, was it, what was the 26 or the 27, 28, 27, 28 and say, this is, this is my time right here. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, peak for this regional and I'm going to go to the national tournament. I'm going to be an All-American national champ. And and then the season ends. Well, we don't know where we're at right now. We could still be wrestling March <laughs> March 13th. We don't we don't actually know. Uh well, actually we do know. We so let's go let's go wait by <clears throat> wait. We'll come back to this. All right, we'll come back. All right. So Parker's a senior goes out um as coach fully said Kid, kid shoots, um, Park gets on top, goes to work. I believe he ended up with tech fall, right? Yep. Um, I don't think he pinned him. I think it was just tech fall. So he made short work. Uh, Liam Logue at 133, kind of same thing. He he's, he's, I mean, well, he's been super aggressive and since we've been practicing. And yeah. He did not, good year. Yeah. He did not let up uh, when he got into competition and he just was after that kid and, and then went to work on top and, and got the tech fall as well. Um, 141, I mean, 
AJ Pagliarulo looked like somebody just lit a firecracker, like his feet were, <laughs> and he just exploded. And I mean, he was just, I don't know what he was doing out there. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. in, insane to watch. It was, Jumping I, over people. I, I, I looked, nuts. I like looked down one time to write something down. I looked back up and the kid's like on his back and I, like Pags is doing like a cartwheel and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and, I, I think it's so funny. You always know when Pags is going hard, both in the Roman and competition, because you'll hear him just, ah! Like he's grunting. He's just, yeah, and he he's, just goes so hard. Yeah, he's a little he's a little tank, very explosive, athletic. Also, shout out to him first first time yeah. down at 141. And, yeah, so he went from, he wrestled 49 all last year and then cut down to 41 for this event. So a uh, very disciplined individual, like um, very stoic. He's got a sweet uh, stoicism you, tattoo, tattoo on, his, yeah. on his chest and- He's repping, so that was pretty cool. He's the man. <clears throat> yeah, so he went out and he got the, not only did he get the tech fall, but he also got the fall at the same time. Um, at at 149, I think that was kind of a letdown for us, or at least in my opinion. I was a little frustrated, and I think Noah Kasky's probably frustrated with himself as well. Um, we talked a little bit afterwards, and, and that, that's kind of where I'm getting to the like the preparation thing. I think that's just total lack of preparation. Yeah. Total lack of preparation, total lack of, uh, of, of uh, attention to detail on weight cutting, um, and then I guess I would say the same thing. One fifty-seven. I mean, again, a lack of detail, lack of attention to detail, lack a lack of preparation. First college um, match for a freshman, right? It's for just... for us here, or for us at the Coast Guard Academy, yeah. and um, so I would say those those guys are probably not happy with their performance, and that is one thing we talk about. I, I'm not upset that they lost, like right. that, at, like at all. I am upset upset because of their performance. I mean, it'd be one thing if if Noah went out there and was just you know in the legs, in the legs, in the legs, takedown, takedown, and I don't know, gets tossed to his back for six and then loses six, five, right? At the end or something. I'd be like, dang, like, man, you wrestled awesome. But man, you just made that one mistake. And like, I could live with that. I'd be like, that's okay. You lost, but man, you looked really good. But not only did he lose, he just looked really bad. <laughs> and, and, and sorry, Noah, if you're listening to this, yeah, but we've or, talked about or, this. Or your parents. And, yeah, but but we've talked about this and, and he's acknowledged that. Yeah, know, it's not a secret. I mean, you can watch the match. I mean, right. we're not telling anybody anything they don't know. Right. And, but he's acknowledged that that he needs to you know cut cut weight better and, and do the little things and, right. Yeah, and, and get on your offense when you're wrestling. You still yeah. got, I mean, even we talked about this earlier. If, if you even though you may not feel good in a match, like you still just have to find a way. Like right. you have to dig deep and you have to find a way to get it done. And that's what, that's what champions do. Like you can't tell me, you know, Kale Sanderson felt good. Great. Every single match he wrestled, when he went 159 and 0. He, he found a way to get those wins, even though he wasn't feeling his best. And, but 57 and it's kind of the same story. So, yeah. Same story. So that back to back was kind of like my heart sunk a little bit. I was like, man, we are freaking looking awesome. I was like, this is a great, you know, those first three guys, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, man, this is a great momentum. Like everything's going well. Um, then the, the momentum kind of shifted a little bit. Um, you know, and, I, and this is not weight by weight here, but change the subject a little bit. But I will give credit to Rhode Island College. I mean, they came to they came to wrestle like yeah. they you know they weren't going to back down from us. They weren't going to back down from any guy because because he was ranked nationally or because our team was ranked nationally. And I and I can respect that. And I actually appreciate yeah. I appreciate that. Like you you don't I mean you don't want guys that are going to competitors or opponents that are going to go down and lay down for you because that's that's not what like as we're preparing for a national tournament right that's not what people at a national level do they don't they don't roll over on their backs for you right and so i appreciate the fight that rhode island college had and i you know i give them credit for their preparation as well yeah and and how hard they fought you know you know just going into that i guess the the kid at 165 is from waterford right yeah yeah so so yeah yeah so i'm from waterford even and so we're from the same well from this, we live in the same area, I guess now, but so I thought it was interesting, but he, 
he fought he he was tough like he he put up a good fight rogers uh you know he slowed rogers down a little bit and then once rogers kind of got rolling and, and got to his positions he, he ended up getting the the tech fall and then ultimately the pin but but it wasn't easy work for him. I mean, it was like it was a like a tough tech fall. Yeah, you know, which sounds kind of weird. But went went late into the third period. And yeah, yeah, the kid made him murder it for sure. Yeah, yeah. and then one seventy four. Man, David McCullough is. I mean, this <laughs> it, it was no surprise to me. But he's just he's an animal, yeah. and he uh, he is a guy that's a, a, a he is a high you know he's high volume. He has a good pace. He's just got a lot of he's got a like he's the the whole package really. He's got a lot of really. Um, great skill like great skill set and he works out with Paul Detweiler every day so that, that I think that helps as well um and I I remember uh I guess this is maybe I'm tooting Paul's horn a little bit but Dave and I had this conversation and so do we and I think sometimes when you you practice and you practice against somebody that's like national caliber and sometimes some of your maybe your higher your better high percentage te- um, techniques work against about 99% of the people you wrestle and then you wrestle, you know, a guy like Paul and it just doesn't work and doesn't mean that your move's not good. It's just like, he's just, you know, maybe Paul's really good in that position or whatever. He's really good defending that. So I was worried that Dave might go out there and not hit some of his best stuff because it maybe wasn't as high percentage against a guy like Paul or a guy like Phil. Um, but against, you know, guys that aren't at that, at that level, it's, it's like a, it's like a go-to, like a gimme, right? And so that was one thing I was a little worried about, which I didn't, I didn't feel. And, we, and that he, was not the case at all. It didn't seem to be. He came off and said he was a little bit worried about that. He, has, he made a couple attacks where he, where he felt that, uh, that he, uh, sorry, we're running short on time here. I'm looking yeah. at the clock. That he, he would have wanted to do a better job. But I think overall, he just, he, he looked awesome. So he had the tech fall as well. That while I went out there and put on a takedown uh, clinic. clinic. And I mean, I don't know how many takedowns he had, but it was a lot. I mean, twenty-one to six, and he only scored one escape and one stall point. Yeah, again, so again nine, like nine takedowns. Yeah, again, like again, like McCullough, you know, just pace, um, volume shooting, and just confident in his leg defense. Like that kid yep. got in on him a few times, and Paul's just very comfortable defending yep. his legs. Good in all positions. Yeah, so eighty-four, one ninety-seven. Uh, another senior, John Wagner, nationally ranked, and he looked he looked good. I mean, he's a guy that again played football this year and then came into wrestling and. He, uh, you know, the unknown for him, just like with Parker and then also with another senior heavyweight, uh, Tommy Seidner, it's, it's been an up and I think it just, it affects the seniors more because, you know, this, this is like, this is like a career for them for like younger guys. Like they have more years ahead of them. So it's not the end of their career. This is for them, you know, final, you know, finalizing, um, a life, you know, a life of wrestling. Yeah. And he, I mean, he went out and looked, he looked tough. He, he worked hard again. Yep. He was the aggressor. Um, you know, felt I, I thought he had a couple takedown, a takedown and some other things in there that he didn't get, but he just he he didn't he didn't let it bother him and got the takedown and got the win. And then I mean and then it's moving on to to Tommy, another senior at heavyweight. He actually wasn't even originally gonna wrestle in this duel. He was gonna wrestle against the Merchant Marine Academy. And but he decided he wanted to, to step in and wrestle it. Man, he freaking he looked he gutted one out. Yeah. And this is so he this is first match of the year. He goes into double overtime, <laughs> and 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 then not only he he gets out or he gets out, or sorry for he's he's on um he's on he's top on top first yep. thirty yep. he rides the kid out for thirty seconds which he didn't ride the kid for thirty seconds he the whole out in four seconds the in, first time in the second yeah. period rides the kid out for thirty seconds he goes down in the second or the second thirty thirty of the overtime and then he gets out and then he 
wins the match. Doesn't yeah. doesn't get taken down in the last thirty seconds. And and I think just the you know smaller details, like just really nitty gritty hand fighting, and that 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 kid, that heavyweight RSC's heavyweight, had some some good leg attacks. I mean, he had a couple quick, foot sweeps yeah. and good and, footwork. I mean, he he got to Tommy's legs a few times, and, and Tommy shut him down. Was able to get to a front head and, and just kind of stop those shots and 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 really positionally stay sound and, and put that match into overtime and. Um, First first career dual meet start for Tommy Seidner and and he made yeah. made the most of it. Yeah, I thought he had a, a great performance and, and you know I mean you could always say like you know people kind of criticize heavyweights and they need to shoot they need to shoot more and do more. T- that's just not you know it's just not their style. But I thought overall it was a great performance, good hand fighting. Um, Got the know. job done. Yeah, too bad the crowd already left. Just <laughs> yeah. there was never a crowd there. Just kidding. <laughs> it was just us and them. But so yeah. of a final score of thirty-eight to seven, Coast Guard defeats Rhode Island College in, in the first match, and and uh, you know it's funny. Like we're talking on the bus, and I, I think for us, like we just have very high expectations, right? We have very lofty goals set for the program, set for ourselves, and set for the the, the guys on the team, and we felt good. You know, I, I think we felt good about the performance overall. And we had a couple matches that we talked about that, that were letdowns, but, um, you know, I think as more time goes by and we, we analyze a little bit more and it's like, well, okay, like we're not super happy, but why aren't we happy? And it's like, well, Parker looked awesome. Liam looked awesome. Yeah. Max looked awesome. Yeah. And like, we're going up and down the lineup. It's like, like we look good. <laughs> like we, yeah. we did look good. You know, we didn't look our best. No, I think it's just coaches greed. Like you want, you want all 10 guys to get what they want. Yes. And when, and when all 10 guys don't get what they want, then you're kind of just like, you feel like, you feel like you let them down. Yeah, definitely. And you're just like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done, you know, the guys that lost, I should have done, I should have done more for them or, yeah. and, and ultimately it's not, it is our, you know, it is our job and our responsibility to help them and get them ready, but, but it is also their responsibility too. Sure. And so we've had those conversations and we'll have more of those conversations. But I, yeah, we did. I, I got home and, and Lindsay said, talked about how great we looked. And I was kind of just like, really? Yeah. And I, I think it's just, you know, you, as a coach, you just get greedy. And, and until 10 guys like win a national championship, you're always going to want more. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's the plan. That's what we're working towards. And um, maybe, yeah. maybe we'll save what's to come here in the next few weeks for uh, a later date, later podcast. But yeah, we're hoping our season's not over after that one duel. We're, we're still working on some stuff. Um, as we move forward, um, backed by our administration, just some of the challenges, maybe just people don't know is like different schools have dis- different testing protocols. Like that's one big challenge and one big hurdle. If, if the schools can't agree on the testing protocols, then you can't compete. Right. And so that, that's one, and we can't do overnights, you know? So, so coaches can talk and set all this great stuff up and we can right. have a, a dual three days a week, but we can't right. make that happen. Right. And if you're like a state school, then you're, you, you have to abide by your state guidelines versus right. like if you're a Governor private school, you can kind of. Um, make your own, you know, the NCAA does have guidelines and we are following the guidelines of the NCAA. It's, you know, in terms of the testing, but I, mean, I had four, I had four COVID tests last week and a, and a vaccine shot. Yeah, so yeah. I, uh, I think I'm pretty COVID free right now. <laughs> yeah. Robo man. But, but uh, yeah. But any, anything you want to add to the overall week or anything moving forward, anything left in the duel that we need to talk about? No, I think, I think overall, you know, 
if if this was our only opportunity, which we're hoping that it's not, and we're actively working to make that not the case, but if it is our only opportunity, you know, I think that they did go out and they did represent the Coast Guard Academy and, and the wrestling program well. And, and, um, you know, similar to what Lindsay was saying, you know, there were countless parents and, and recruits texting yeah, and calling comments and on Facebook. Like, yeah. like, you guys looked awesome and, and great job, great effort, great fight. And <laughs> yeah, like, those are some of the best compliments that we can get as coaches. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. So. Overall, just looking forward to the next one. Practice again here on Monday. So, yeah, if, if we get a chance to be on the mat again, I I envision us being much much improved. Yeah, much yeah. Im- which which we looked good that you know as we've talked about, we looked good that duel, and I envision us every time we step on the mat, we're going to get better. So more to come, and stay tuned, and uh, we will keep you updated with uh, breaking news. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening, and. Until next time. <laughs> keep living the spar life. Am I supposed to do that? Are you supposed to do that? I and until know. next time. Keep, keep living the spar life. All right. It's been a while. We, we took a week off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks Take a lot, care, guys. guys. Bye. Bye.